Welcome to another episode of B2B Nation, the official technology advice podcast for sales and marketing professionals. I'm your host, Chris Kleinfelter, and I recently spoke with John Miller, the co-founder and CEO of Engageo. We talked about how marketing traditionally has been all about lead-centric activity, whereas sales teams have been more focused on account-centric activities. He believes ABM is marketing stepping up and saying they'll focus on accounts too specifically the key accounts that sales teams deem most important. He also stated that due to the nature of ABM encompassing sales and other parts of the organization, he has started calling it account-based everything instead. Account-based marketing, or account-based everything, doesn't have a funnel, it has a list of target accounts, which is very different from most traditional sales and marketing models today. All in all, this is a really great interview. He definitely taught me a thing or two that I wasn't aware of before, and I think you'll learn a lot today, too. And without further ado, here's my interview with John. Enjoy. Welcome back to the B2B Nation, John. Thanks for talking with me today. Absolutely. Well, it's uh, we're very excited to have you back on the show, and we're going to talk about uh, you know all things account-based marketing and account-based sales development. But before we get to that... Uh, for those of us uh, who have joined the show or have been on uh, listening to the show and, and haven't heard your story before, could you just give us a, a quick quick snapshot of your background and what you're up to at Engageo? Sure. So I've been in marketing technology pretty much my entire career, uh, starting at a company called Exchange, which was part of the leading marketing technology in the mid-90s, then at Epiphany, arguably the leading marketing technology of the sort of internet bubble. Uh, I then co-founded Marketo, which you know, marketing automation company many people have heard of, mm-hmm. uh, back in uh, 2006. And I was the original chief marketing officer over there and helped to grow that company to its IPO, 800 employees, and, and so on. And uh, as it got bigger, I decided it was, you know, I had the itch to kind of go start something new again. Mm-hmm. And so I uh, left Marketo in early 2015 and started Engageo uh, on Pi Day, March 14, 2015. So, you know, and, and the big idea, you know, which is a good setup into what we're talking about here, you know, is Marketo as a platform, I always say, is a platform that's really good for what I call fishing with nets. What I mean by that is you're, the kind of marketing you're doing, you don't care which specific fish you catch. You're just caring, did I catch enough fish? And then you run that through your lead nurturing and your lead scoring and kind of you know, work it through your funnel. And that works really well for when you are trying to catch lots of small fish. But when you have a list of named accounts and you're kind of going after you know, the big fish, if you will, Mm-hmm. You know, what I realized is that it doesn't make sense to fish with a net. You need to kind of find a way to proactively reach out to those big fish mm-hmm. instead of waiting them for them to swim to you. It's much more like fishing with spears. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the, in, a bit, you know the, in a nutshell, what I'm trying to do with Engageo is to be the platform for fishing with spears, just as Marketo would be the platform for fishing with nets. Mm-hmm. So grab a harpoon and get settled in, everybody. Uh, we're going to talk about, it's a perfect segue to uh, account-based marketing. Uh, I, I recently got to speak with Sangram at Terminus uh, about uh, account-based marketing. I know you were on a, a panel with him at Collaborate very recently. And so I, what I asked him, I'll ask you the same thing. You know, ABM, it's a, a term that's been thrown out there a lot lately. I think there's a lot of sales and marketing teams that 
uh, really don't fully understand what it is or how to implement it, uh, and also that it's more of an ideology. Like it's, it's a it's an all encompassing way of approaching uh, sales, and, and it needs marketing alignment with it. So so you know I just love to hear straight from one of the experts in the field to you, John. What is account based marketing? Sure. Well, so you know marketing has traditionally been a lead-centric activity, while sales has traditionally been an account-centric activity. And I think Sangram is the one who likes to say, at the end of the month, sales doesn't talk about how many leads they closed, they talk about how many accounts they've closed. And so there's been this disconnect where uh, marketing is talking about leads, sales is talking about accounts. I think in a nutshell, account-based marketing is just marketing stepping up and saying, all right, we'll focus on accounts too. And in particular, we'll put more of our energy onto the key accounts that sales thinks is the most strategic and most valuable. And by being more focused, we can therefore be more personalized and more relevant and more effective. So that's, I think account-based marketing is just good old-fashioned target account marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, but at probably a greater scale than what we've done before. Now, I think that you know, account. You know, I, I've actually cut. You know, I wrote. I wrote. I wrote a book. I wrote the Clear and Complete Guide to Account Based Marketing. Mm-hmm. And so I'm obviously a big fan of the idea. <laughs> yeah. But as I've worked, as I've worked with this idea of account based marketing over the last, you know, 18 months or so, I've actually come to the realization that it's the wrong name. It's the wrong way to describe this business process that I allude to as fishing with spears. And what I mean by that is, you know, if all you have is marketing at your disposal, you know, if all you're doing is account-based advertising and direct mail and sending email blasts and holding steak dinners, you're not really going to connect with all the decision makers at your target account. Mm-hmm. According to Topo, you'll only get about 15% penetration if you're just doing marketing by itself. Wow. And so, you know, one of the things I've realized is that, you know, the tip of the spear, you know, is your sales team and your sales development team. And if you really want to engage with the key people at the key accounts, you have to send them human emails. You know, you have to call them or leave them voicemails. You have to interact with them socially. And those are all human interactions, you know, human one-to-one interactions. And so what I kind of was thinking about is, you know, account-based marketing, you know, the problem with it is it's just marketing. And if you're a marketer saying, hey, we're doing account-based marketing, in some ways you're telling the sales team that, hey, this is my thing. This is account-based marketing. Mm-hmm. You sales, you can go, you know, you keep doing what you're doing, you know, and then similarly, you know, people talk about account-based sales development or account-based sales, right? And all we're doing is we're creating more silos. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually want to have a, a, a name for this thing that's bigger and more strategic that, that is a, uh, that brings everybody in together. That's why I've actually started calling it account-based everything, not account-based marketing, you know, to really reflect the fact that is a process that orchestrates personalized interactions at scale across your departments, across marketing and sales and sales development 
and even customer success. So another way uh, I would love to really just get your confirmation on this because I've heard a few different perspectives on account-based marketing. Uh, and I heard this from, from uh, a few people that you're really saying it's more about a, a conceptual thing that should should really be adopted by by sales and marketing teams. It's, it's not a tactic or a set of tips that kind of gets you in with, with certain accounts more effectively. It's really like this whole all-encompassing mindset that everybody buys into and it changes your behaviors, it changes your, your approach to your entire process, really. Yeah, it's a strategic go-to-market approach. You know, and I think, you know, the analogy is, you know, demand generation is a style of marketing, right? And demand generation is the fishing with nets. Mm-hmm. You know, account-based marketing, account-based everything is a style, you know, okay. of go-to-market. You know, that is, you know, the name for this idea of fishing with spears. Mm-hmm. You know, it is, you know, and it requires kind of that end-to-end system to work. Put another way, you know, demand generation you know, it has a set of assumptions built into it, right? It has a funnel. It has metrics that are about counting things. How many leads here? How many opportunities there? What are my conversion rates? And it has handoffs. You know, this goes from marketing to sales development to sales. Mm-hmm. And as an integrated strategy, it can work. Similarly, account-based everything has a set of assumptions. Right. It, it doesn't have a funnel. It has a list of named accounts. Right. You know, it doesn't ha- count things. It doesn't talk about how many leads did I generate. It talks about the quality and the depth of the relationships with those accounts. And it doesn't have handoffs from marketing to sales and on to sales. It has each of those functions working together in an orchestrated way to improve the relationship and the engagement with the target accounts. And again, as an integrated strategy, it works. Where things can go bad is if you are mostly a demand generation view of the world and you're like, well, but I'm going to just like sprinkle on a little bit of, of account-based marketing and pixie dust. <laughs> you know, that's not the recipe for success. Yeah, um, yeah that's a really great way to say that. And, and that kind of reminds me of a, a recent guide that, that Engageo created uh, where you discuss actually account-based sales development. Uh, so that's, for some people, that's sort of a newer term. Uh, I think a lot of people have heard of account-based marketing. Uh, fewer have probably heard about account-based sales development, though it's still pretty popular. Uh, so to you, John, what is account-based sales development, and how would you recommend uh, marketing and sales teams uh, implement this strategy? Sure. Well, you know, the account-based sales development, as I said, is a piece of the broader account-based everything mm-hmm. approach. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the idea is, you know, I talk about a three-step process, you know, who, what, where. So the who is the process of identifying which accounts do I want to go after and tiering them into various tiers and then figuring out who are the key people across the key personas at those target accounts. That's step one, who I want to go after. Step two is the where. And this, sorry, sorry, step two is the what. <laughs> and, you know, this is all about understanding those accounts and those people so that way you can be, you know, personalize your interactions with them 
and therefore be more relevant and more effective. And then the third step is the where, where you're actually orchestrating your outbound interactions across departments and channels. So in terms of you know, the question, you know, where does account-based sales development fit in? Well, the whole organization should be aligned on the list of accounts, right? I believe generally sales should own the account selection because you want sales to be excited when you get engagement with those accounts. Mm -hmm. So they should say, yep, these are the ones I really want. I think the, the what, the research part of, of this depends a lot on the tier of the accounts. And what I mean by that is you might have a handful of strategic, or what I might call tier one accounts. And those are going to have multi-page detailed account plans. Like you're really going to research everything about that account. That's probably done by marketing uh, in conjunction with the account executive or a dedicated research team. For your tier two and tier three accounts, you're going to have a much lighter level of research and a lower level of personalization. And in most often, that's actually done by the sales development team, right? That's okay. done on the front lines of the interactions. And a big idea of account-based sales development is that you're not sending out just more and more robo-spam, you know, with generic templated, you know, messages. You're, you're researching the accounts and the person to make those interactions more effective. You know, and so, and that's the what, and then the where, as I said, is coordinating plays. You know, and so a, if you think about a play that you might use to get into a target account, you're going to, you're going to synchronize different things. You might buy some ads and send a direct mail piece to kick things off. And that might be the world of marketing. Mm -hmm. But then you're going to have your sales development rep send some follow-up emails, make some phone calls, leave some voicemails, reach out on LinkedIn. And if those don't work, you might actually have one of your executives come in, you know, over the top and try to, you know, you know, break through the noise with a relevant personalized message. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that's an account-based everything play because I'm spanning all these different departments and channels. But you see that the, where the sales development team really is the tip of the spear there. So I'm sure you fielded this question before as well. Um, so with the uh, the what section, just uh, I'm thinking if our listeners are, are asking themselves, well, how would I implement this? How does this scale? Um, what tips would you have for, or what really what words of wisdom would you have to uh, companies who might think that this is that this idea doesn't scale very well? Yep. Well, it does come back to those tiers. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and so that that top tier. Uh, where you're treating each account as a market of one and you're customizing every interaction and every campaign specific to that account. Yeah, that doesn't scale. <laughs> it works. It works really, really well and drives a very high ROI, but it requires people and human power to scale. And, and so considering most, most companies don't have a, a whole bunch of extra humans lying around in the marketing department, uh, you're going to have to be wise and only pick a handful of those top accounts. But that's why tier two and tier three are so important. 
because while you can maybe have a handful of tier ones, you can have dozens or even low hundreds of tier twos. Um, and, and the key is to just, you know, organizationally embrace the idea that for this set of, let's just say, 200 or 300 accounts, you know, we believe that these are important enough that we want to make sure that we spend some time to research them and be more relevant before we, before we reach out. And you can do that for a couple hundred accounts. Um, your tier threes, these can scale. That, that can scale because typically for a tier three account, you are not personalizing things down to the specific account level, right? You may be buying ads that target those accounts, but each account sees the same ad. Um, and ideally, you'll personalize that by industry and persona, uh, but it doesn't need to, you know, but it, but it scales because it doesn't need to go deeper than that. I think the, uh, let, me, let me give an example maybe to make this whole thing a little bit more concrete. Sure. At Engageo, we're going to be kicking off a campaign or a play where we're sending a package to uh, 300 of our uh, top tier one and tier two accounts. You know, and you know the package is going to have printed copies of my book, of both the books, you know, as well as a bunch of other goodies for uh, not just the person getting the package but for other key people at the account. Now, the, the books themselves, they cost the money to print, and then the package itself costs the money. So the thing we're sending here is more than $50, right? So first of all, you're only going to send a $50 package to the accounts that are actually pretty good, right, that are really worth it. But here's the difference that people sometimes miss. We've identified 200 accounts, let's say, that are really important to us. And we said that they're worth sending a $50 package to, right? Well, why wouldn't you also then spend three minutes to look up something about that account and write them a slightly customized note? You know, like, of course you should do yeah. that. It's <laughs> your 200 biggest accounts, the worth of $50 package, they're worth five minutes of extra time. Mm -hmm. And it's that mindset of kind of bringing in that, that extra level of personalization and relevance that is, I think, what distinguishes what you want to be doing for your tier one and tier two accounts. Awesome. Well, thank you for digging in, especially thank you for the uh, uh, example to kind of spell out what that practically looks like as well. Uh, John, I want to shift gears here for just a moment and, and talk about the Collaborate conference that just happened. Uh, you were uh, on a panel with Sangram Badre of Terminus and Justin Gray of, of LeadMD, which is it's quite a session, man. Uh, could you give us a snapshot of what you guys talked about? Yeah, sure. Um, and I also gave a full session as well, um, all about account-based everything, uh, you know, the day before. You know, on the panel, we we... We talked a lot about kind of uh, number one, sales and marketing alignment issues, you know, and how do you make sure that the, you know, the teams are aligned for success. We talked about, um, you know, kind of how do you actually operationalize, you know, your, your account-based everything into plays. And then I also talked about metrics and what are the right ways to measure 
you know, if you're on the right track towards success with account-based everything. Awesome. Well, uh, you know, I just heard really great things about the conference and especially uh, there were a few people I know, a few folks I know who were um, in this session and they just had glowing things to say about uh, what you and the panel talked about. And uh, John, just thank you so much for for being on the show with us. I know uh, I, I learned a thing or two as you were talking for sure. Uh, could you uh, let us know where our listeners can find you out there on the web? Well, sure. Well, I think number one thing is if you want to get copies of my books, The Clear and Complete Guide to Account-Based Marketing and The Clear and Complete Guide to Account-Based Sales Development, you can get them both for free on our website at engageo.com slash guide. If you want to find me personally, I'm at John Miller on Twitter. Feel free to... Uh, shoot me that message or a direct message if you have any questions all right well thanks again to john for joining me today and thanks as always to our listeners for following along this episode was recorded at the technology advice podcast studio in nashville tennessee to listen to more episodes of b2b nation check us out on soundcloud or itunes and to learn more about the show you can find us on twitter at technology underscore adv or online at technologyadvice.com thanks for listening